0: Nominal. Woman's 5FM, celebrating Women's Day. Our phenomenal women sit down to chat with some more phenomenal women.
1: I am really excited that you agreed to do this in the first place. Thank you, that Nicole. You are welcome, that Nina Hasty. <laughs> <laughs> Did you always have that Nina yes, Hasty? It was always. How long have you been on the instas and the um, Twitters with that Nina? Since th-
0: 2009.
1: Liar. Let me tell you the story. Kachiso I Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> maybe I
0: was, maybe was 2008. Possible. Possible. <laughs> I, was, I was that Nina because there was always a story. Like, yeah. oh, my God, guys. Yeah. And then that Nina came along and did ridiculous things. And that's me, Kachiso Ledicha impersonating Gwede Mantashe that's Nina Hasty doing Khahisa the doing Gwen Mantashe. Mantashe. yeah
1: so you've been that Nina Hasty mm. for a long yeah, time, a long time. The social medias I just
0: wish it would stop I I tried changing my name's now but now I'm verified so you can't change Oh I didn't
1: know that yeah I didn't know that was I emailed
0: thing? Instagram I was like please guys it's stopping me from What do you want followers. to change to Nina, just Hasty. Nina Hasty uh
1: yeah but then people were
0: clever they, there's there's Nina Hasty's all over the show now That's also a compliment yeah, It is indeed. it's a massive
1: it compliment I love your eyebrows Let's start this thing officially. Okay. Let's let's be professional <laughs> here because we actually are both professional. <laughs> okay. Let me hear it. Let you So know. welcome and thank you for being thank part you. of my Five FM Fem Nominal Podcast thank series. You. I have adored your vibe for the longest time because I have been in the industry for a while. Mm. You've been in the industry mm. for a while. We met arbitrarily when I was emceeing mm. for a f- not I almost said fashion show for an em- for a com- comedy yes thing that you but like years ago mm. and then like don't hang out in the same circles mm. and then like Nina was here Nina was here Nina was here bam 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 and i was just like dad oh and arbitrarily met your mom yes. in the backseat of a car at an event who and she just couldn't help but tell me that she was your mom that was really cute but I love that you've you've been this like authentic person throughout and I don't know if it's because I'm in the industry that Mm -hmm. I've seen that there've been some highs and there've been some Mm -hmm. lows, Mm -hmm. but you've also acknowledged it. Mm -hmm. And when you, when you speak in interviews or when you're on stage, when you're doing your comedy gigs or even on social media, you're very open and honest about that. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to speak to someone who's open and honest because there's a lot of, there's a lot of crap. Mm -hmm. And I think as young women who are looking for people to, to validate or to try and I don't want to say emulate, but just to find someone to inspire you. Right. You need more authentic stories. Right. And I feel like you don't get more authentic than than Nina. And you've kind of been through a lot of real stuff. Not just industry stuff, Mm. real Real stuff as well. Right. To answer your question, um, Um, so maybe, I think, yeah, so being being real and authentic in in an industry, and in 2019, where yes. everything is all about the bam, 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 you've got to look a certain way, yes. fleek, fleek, all yes. of the things, and also, thank you for the compliment way earlier about my eyebrows, yeah. it's one of my, besides my dimples, it's my other...
0: Yeah, you've got <laughs> to have, like, a distinguishing features, so somebody was like, what defines you, like, and, uh, uh, and I was like, well, my fa- face was carved by angels, <laughs> I don't know, I mean, what am I supposed <laughs> to say? This is, like, my personality. yeah, yeah exactly. Like, um, so, the thing is, I'm a person... I actually ended my show. So funny uh, on on, on Saturday. You were a person? I was like, "I'm a person with feelings." <laughs> that was like my closing line of my comedy show on Saturday night. And then I got like so many notes, and everyone was like, "Wah ha ha! You're a person with feelings." Because people forget this: mm-hmm. that um, yes, my job is to be a presenter, a comedian, a voice artist, or whatever it is that I can leverage um, my skill set in order to make money and have a sustainable career. Um, the thing is, the product, and this is where people mix it up. So I am the person, Nina Hasty Pty Limited is the business, mm-hmm. then Nina Hasty brand is also Nina Hasty brand, mm-hmm. but then Nina Hasty performer is Nina Hasty performer. So I, I can't compartmentalize those things. That's so a lot
1: of comp- me- compartmentalizing, compartmentalizing. Yeah, so.
0: but when you compartmentalize and you realize which machine feeds what uh, part of the machine. So mm-hmm. Nina Hasty person needs to be functioning properly in order for Nina Hasty brand to function, in order for Nina Hasty business to be working, in order for Nina Hasty performer to be working. So I need to make sure that I'm eating right, that I'm sleeping right, that I'm getting enough exercise for my mood to be stable because Mm -hmm. when my mood is stable, I make better decisions on stage as a performer. I make better decisions as a business person. I say yes to things that I can do. I say no to things. There's a big distinction between knowing what you want and knowing what you don't want. There's a big distinction between knowing what you can do and what you shouldn't do you know, and, um, you know, I'm on the closer to 40 than 30 now, so I'm at a stage where um, my decisions, my decisions have serious repercussions, because I don't, I don't have the privilege
1: of being time. in your 20s, when yeah. you can do it over again, yeah. and reinvent yourself, exactly, yeah. so
0: I've already, this is my round two of reinventing myself, so you've, you've known me in this space, I bumped into, do you, do you know Timothy Maurice?
1: the name sounds familiar yeah, but like i'd be a lying motivational
0: if I said speaker whatever uh, yeah. who'd met me on the second round of me coming up but didn't know the, the prequel yeah, yeah the yeah. first round so he just thought that this was my my journey not knowing it was my second chance not everyone gets a second chance right um so i've been in the industry since i was 13 um and it's that's what like over 20 years in the game and have made lots of mistakes along the way but have grown as a person. I'm a person with feelings mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing, and I've been authentic and, and real about it because I was just like, "What must you fake it for?" Because there's nothing worse than living this lie, and then at 36, you want to marry the president,
1: and then they're like, <laughs> "All of these files there come is, out, all your WikiLeaks you know? of Nina Hasty's mistakes and things." Exactly.
0: So I wow. was always just very upfront. So I was like, "So you're actually story.
1: authentic because you scared you might one day be marrying the president?" That is correct. Yeah, okay. That's exactly. Right. Like it has nothing to do with being true to yourself and (laughs) morals and values one day nina's going to marry the president if she doesn't want to wikileaks okay Okay.
0: (laughs) absolutely that is the truth um also sura ramaphosa yeah although his son is (laughs) gorgeous and very maybe not the president president's son okay we can can go with with (laughs) no um uh yeah no i think it's just i can't help it i'm just myself i'm not very good at not being myself i've I've never tried, but mm-hmm. I don't think I'm very good at not being myself. Because
1: there's also this thing in, in media where it's like, okay, I'm not I'm not being dishonest. Mm. I'm just not showing the bad stuff. Mm. I'm not telling all of the things that are happening in my life. And I'm not saying this in a bad way, but if you look at Bonang, for example, mm. yes, you will see there's a scandal here and there, but she's always immaculately well put together, mm. cool, calm, collected, sassy, da da da, da 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 da. But sometimes there could there could be massive personal things going on and you mm. won't know about it. Mm. And I feel like with all the people shaman, this is no at all. But I feel like with all the the young girls that look up to her they could maybe learn a thing or two from what her real journey is. Mm. Mm. And it's, I think it's almost taking an opportunity away, but that's her brand. She's always on point. She's mm. always on fleek and whatever. And what I like about your brand mm. is that you are always honest and you are mm. always authentic. And mm. whether it is something that is glamorous and fantastic and you know special and fab, or like actually I'm having a really crap day and yeah. I, I've been, you know, I haven't been sleeping and I haven't been whatever mm. and I made some bad relationship choices or mm. whatever it is. That's, that's just part of who you are, and you've been very generous in yeah. sharing that with people. Thank
0: you. I really appreciate that. And I, and I, I didn't realize that, it, that people pick up on that stuff. I'm just kind of... Um So I think maybe it speaks to the fact that I'm a comedian, right? So in stand-up comedy, in order for you to have a good performance, you need to be vulnerable to access your own authenticity because authenticity is what breeds good material. Mm -hmm. Um, Because when the audience is watching stand-up comedy, they're like, oh, I don't know why this thing isn't sitting right with me. And it's because it's not true. Mm. So you have to live in truth in order to tell proper jokes. So I think half of it is because of my craft choice. Um, The other half of it is because I'm in true recovery and I work a recovery program. So uh, October is six years clean and sober. Congratulations. Um, thank you very much. Thank you. And I think that that uh, really forces me to be honest about it. I think there's a lot of people that um, should be in recovery in this business. A lot of people that are alcoholics, drug addicts, whatever, and functioning. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of look at them from afar and I go, oh, this is a train wreck I'm about to happen. That, yeah. you know? Or this person has children. How are you doing this? You know, like, um, But... Uh, The thing that I've learned I mean initially what I loved the most about my my sobriety was my self-righteousness but I got over that quite quickly because life will show you flames in other ways Mm -hmm. so uh self-righteousness is the is your own enemy because it stems in fear it's stemmed in fear and um and fear is basically the end of whatever journey you're going to start so fear because you you fear two things in the world you fear not getting something or you fear losing something that's where like all your fear comes from and that fear blocks your flow whatever your flow
1: is if it's business flow creative flow emotional flow um, I love that you're saying that literally the um, tagline or my signature for my email is a life lived in fear is a life half lived so you're preaching my life right now Mm. Mm. yeah that you're totally right so so
0: so it's like as soon as you stop going I'm attaching myself to this thing that I need or mm. this thing that I um, am not going to get you you're taking yourself out of Baselines of gratitude, baselines of this is enough, mm. that you are enough, all of that kind of thing. And in order to work that kind of lifestyle, you have to constantly take stock of yourself. But you can't take stock of other people. So when you're busy look- taking other people's yeah. stock, then like you get lost in your own thing. And then you start comparing. Oh, I'm, I'm 36. Bonang is 30. She's done this. Oh, mm. Pabby's voice is deeper than mine. Oh, You know, uh, mm. she stands up straighter than I do. Uh, no. Own lane, own race, own pace, own situation. You. It's so mm. funny. I had a situation with my therapist. Oh my gosh, so it was funny. So they came to watch my show, and everyone's like, "Should your therapist be come into <laughs> your show?" And I was like, "Are they jokes um, about your therapist yeah. in the show?" <laughs> um, and I was like, "With stand-up comedy, I think it's a bit different because it's all about work in vulnerability. So I think because I'm doing work in vulnerability, self-awareness, um, self-improvement, and just loving myself a bit more, mm. I think it's 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 appropriate uh, <laughs> um, but the other thing was uh, so I, I sent a message saying to, uh, said, how old are you? To your psychologist. To my psychologist. And and then he said that he was 39. And I was like, I'm 36. He's 39. I just wanted to see how far I am in life. And you you know what you're doing. You've got a degree. He's like, Nina, we've done a year and a half of work on staying in your lane. And now you're competing with me? Are you joking? And I was like, okay, that's so funny. And it's how quickly these patterns that you've learned in your life sort of Come to the fore, and you start doing them again, and that's why you have got to constantly mm-hmm. take stock once a week. Where am I? Am I? Am I sleeping properly? Am I sabotaging? How's my spiritual stuff? What am I focusing on? You know, and everyone's like, because you you watch all these celebrities, and they've all like got these regimes and whatever. No, they don't. Um, the, the, well, the American ones, I don't know. They whatever. don't. Don't they?
1: They. I mean, that's what you see. Really. Everyone only shows you the highlights package, unless yeah. you're Nina Hastings. <laughs>
0: right yeah Well, that i I nearly chased someone down oxford road this morning and shouted at them because they were inconsiderate and then i was like this is not gonna end well and then whenever there's like a bad decision that like creeps into my mind i'm like play the movie to the end if you phone your ex what's gonna happen play the movie to the end if you do this play the movie to the end if you want to rob a bank at 12 o'clock today what happens at the end
1: of this movie don't rob a bank yeah and don't chase down people on Oxford Road. Right? Yeah. And so I let it go. And uh, again, I'm like proud uh, of you. Good decision. Thank you. I wanted to take you back to where six years prior yes. to your sobriety. Yes. What was going in, on in your life? And are you okay? Are you okay to talk about the, what you were doing? So you say sober, do you mean just alcohol or yeah, substances yeah. or what? Alcohol, was
0: substances, sex, drugs, rock and roll. Um, full on, like the full on, yeah. I was in the circus. Then. Six years. where are we now? We're t- 2019. 13. So that's 2013. They said 2012. Oof. 2012, I think I was in the circus. 20, Were we you really landed, in the circus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like Madame Zangara, but still, it was a yes, circus. Yes, we yes. all lived together. We moved with yes. the tent. Uh, yes. I was in the circus. Um,
1: what was your role in the circus? Um,
0: I only waitressed, but uh, we had different roles every night. So okay. you would dress up. Sometimes I was a Little Red Riding Hood. Sometimes I was like whatever. Like you, we had our little outfits and like I had a snakeskin onesie, like a leotard thing. That's when my hair started falling out from the stress of onesies. Sleeping. Yeah, that too. The stress of onesies, never sleeping, taking yeah. drugs for, like on a Tuesday afternoon for no reason. Like, hey, today's a good day I'm for I'm blown away. They would, drugs in the
1: circus just doesn't like, make sense in my mind. But are you kidding? No. Really? No. We were off our tits. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay, mm. so the circus... I mean, was it prior to joining the circus that... that Everyone always the, laughs at the... So was this before or after the circus? That's yeah. like a big joke amongst my friends. Was the circus um, like the tipping point? Was that where you got exposed to and jumped into yeah, the lifestyle? No,
0: no, no. I was pretty much drinking and I got into... I worked at a record label from about the age of 19. So mm. I used to work for Sony Music. Mm. And when you're that age and you're that impressionable and it's an album launch and it's DJ so-and-so and you're there and they just pull out the drugs and you want to be cool because you've just moved to Joburg and then you take the drugs and you realize this is kind of fixing my ADD oh wow I can finish writing a business proposal if I take a gram of cocaine Chill. um because there's underlying mental health issues Mm-mm-mm. I don't feel depressed because I'm doing this I'm drinking my pain I'm drugging my pain I'm sexing my pain didn't Solange write a song about this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and that's a lot ex- of people yeah I think yeah exactly people. exactly and um eating. So, I recently stopped smoking. I stopped smoking Nicole. <laughs> Remember, well, friend, ankle. I actually I well, was telling Roxy, I stopped for a while and then I started again. And now this is the first time I've like grossed out by cigarettes and like proper. like. How long have you not been smoking for? Uh, this time it is just over two months, almost three months. Not exactly yeah. the same.
1: Really? I, I was actually watching your your, you your, watching? your
0: non-smoking journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mother's Day, it's like in early May. It was the 11th yeah. of May. Yes, yeah. I was in... Did it from you, mom? Did uh, it for you? Yes, yeah. good, good. Yeah. So, yeah, I was in Europe, and I had, this, I had this sinus infection that just wouldn't... had, like, sinus infection for, like, six weeks, and it just wouldn't go, wouldn't go. And I realized it was just... I'm
1: actually allergic to tobacco. Like, not only is smoking bad for most people, it's so like... nasal drip, and you're like, why am I always snotty? Yeah. Like, well, because you constantly... Breathing in fumes yeah, that aren't it's good for really you. Really bad.
0: So well done, us. Yeah. I'm very proud of us. Yeah, me too. Um, but then, as a result, I was like, I don't smoke anymore. I deserve sugar. And then, <laughs> so I just put on so. We literally <laughs> have
1: the same life right now. Like, <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, I put yeah, on I five ate my kilograms.
0: Yeah. yeah, i was like, so like five kilograms on a tall person isn't that much. I'm sitting here like bum bum I was just going, is my stomach roll sticking through this? And can they see us because
1: you're older and wiser that you're kinder about it. You're like, I'm like, I know that I've gained weight. Because yes. I ate my feelings yes. instead of smoking my feelings. Yes, yes. And I'm like, it's okay. It took like two, three months to come on. It'll yes. take two, three months to go away. Yeah, or oh, seven and years eating, to go away. And I'm eating I'm eating better now. And it's okay because I'm not putting this toxic thing in my body and it's fine. We digress and you're bad for me because I just go off with the story. I'm sorry. But we're going back to where This you're good at your job. Yeah, I'm trying I'm hard you. here. Thank you, I apologize. Twenty twelve. Mm. You've been exposed to all this stuff, mm. you're in this lifestyle. And then what happened for you to decide, actually, I'm done. Mm. I'm exiting this. Mm-hmm. I need to put myself first because mm. I'm going to die otherwise.
0: So you know what's interesting? Mm. Well done, by the way, for bringing me back. ADD is a real thing. Um, so yeah. I, I had tried stopping a few times before. Mm. And one time I stayed sober for eight months without working a program or without seeing a professional or whatever. That was just me.
1: Were like, you counting the days? Uh,
0: no, not really. I was just okay. like, I don't drink. Then I started counting the days. I'll tell you when. So, uh, with regards to my journey, I care a lot about other people. So, I will put your welfare over my welfare. And the irony is it saved my life. So, uh, there was a chick who was a friend of mine. We were in the circus together and Mm -hmm. she just, she, as far as I was concerned, had a drinking problem. And I was like, friend... I'm going to fix your problem. Let me take you to AA. I'll take you to the meeting. I'll drive you there. Everything's going to be fine. I took her to the meeting. Mm. I sat in this meeting, and I was there holding her hand, and she was crying. And then I was listening to someone do a share, and then I started crying. And the chick that was doing the share is now my sponsor, and, you know, she's been my sponsor for six years or whatever, and I never looked back. I walked into that room, and after walking out, I never picked up another drink. Yeah. Yeah. And that was that. I made a decision. And your friend? My friend and I are no longer friends. (laughs) Uh, Shut up. uh, Yeah, so she stayed sober for a little Ah. while. And then there was a lot of interesting behavior around Ah. her things. And it's none of my business. She's got her own journey. Um, uh,
1: But, yeah. So you went to help her. And then you ended up finding mm, help in mm, the process. mm, And mm, mm, maybe the friendship was toxic. I think the friendship was toxic. And I think that we
0: were in a vicious codependency. Yeah. And we tried... It was one of those like a very tumultuous relationships and it was mm. involved with a whole family and mm. I did so much for you and you did so mm. much for me and it was just like, what is this actually about? But it's fine. She is happy and she's married and she's living her best life and I wish the best for her. Um, I don't think we're good for
1: each other. In terms of non-friendship relationships, mm. relationships with guys, Yes. has that been linked to, I mean, are your relationships with guys fantastic and terrible. wonderful? Or terrible, terrible.
0: Terrible. I have a terrible taste in men. Wow. Um, well, I'm, I'm realizing things as I'm going through. So I worked on layers of my recovery. One... Because um, your parents...
1: I mean, your parents are good role models. Yeah. They're both remarried yes. and have so... Solid the... relationships.
0: Um, yeah, so I mean, w- Freud was not the only expert yeah. on, on relationships. I think there's different things that, uh, you know, there's, there's esoteric ways of looking at this. What is my... Comic lesson into in the shishi poopoo stuff as well. super deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's there's lessons that you need to learn in a mm-hmm. lifetime. There's lessons that you need to manifest for yourself. There's things that you've traumas that or, or false beliefs that you've learned at, at, in childhood that might have nothing to do with your parents. It could have happened at school. Someone could have been nasty to you. Whatever the case may be. But I was like, okay, these are the lessons that I'm. These are the, the this is the work that I'm going to do. Okay, so first I worked on my alcoholic recovery. Then I worked on my branding and my PR and my business so that I could sustain a lifestyle that would help me fix the rest of those problems then I worked on friendships and um, so I was like I don't know how to be friends with people so that's what I worked with my therapist with for a year I was like I don't know how to be friends
1: how do I how do I be friends because you were I, either all in each other's spo- yeah, like living in each other's pockets yeah. or nothing
0: and also because I did an individual sports comedy individual sports karate individual sport, go-karting individual sports Life, individual sports. So I never really. No know. netball for you. Hey? No, I did no hockey, hockey, but I was. I, I you did, had a stick. Yeah, I had a stick, and I could oh. smash people with yeah, a stick. Okay. Yeah, alright, okay. Um, <laughs> so learning learning how to be friends. Yeah. So that's been my. Have you thing. got siblings? I b- I'm substantially older than my siblings, uh, so I was like, I'm, I'm like 7 years older than my sister, 16 years older than my other sister,
1: okay. my brother and I didn't
0: really grow up together, so I was an only child for a large portion of it, and my parents are young, so I was like, I grew up with the adults, as mm-hmm. opposed to I the see. thing, so yeah, um, so a lot of that, um, what was the questioning of the relationships? Mm. So now I'm working on relationships. So a lot of stuff is about value. So when yes. I learned to how to value myself in the business thing, okay, my time and my energy is worth this and you're allowed to pay me. So as a result of sexual violence, you you stop valuing valuing yourself. Mm. So um, I'm worthless, I don't deserve to be paid, I don't deserve to be hired, I don't deserve to be friends with anyone, I don't I deserve, deserve love, I don't affect then you get fat you get like there's so many layers of the thing um so now i'm learning i'm learning different things about relationships it is not my focus right now and i'm okay with that i'm just learning um personal health and working and developing on on myself
1: whilst i learn the lessons about relationships but i'm not trying to engage in anything right now okay Mm. It's amazing how you've you've almost got this like roadmap for your life. You're like, okay, now I'm focusing on this mm. thing. There's all these other things that are going on. Mm. You start on three. Mm. You comedy show here. The one with Gilly. You're doing mm. the one by yourself. Mm. You're scriptwriting. You this. Mm. But I'm in this process of my life and mm. fixing this particular thing. Mm. Have you always been that person to have goals and like strategically? Working on things, or has this also been since the recovery? Um, I
0: think since the recovery, I think I was very successful as a child. I was very good at everything. I mean, mm. you don't become a black belt, you don't become a world champion, you don't become the lead in the musical, you don't become any of those things without having work. So I'm aware of that if you make a goal, you need to achieve the goal, and that's the work that you need to do. Um, I realized that I drank and did all of these things because it was a release from my control. I'm a control freak. Um, But I'm learning that control is about fear Mm. and once you attack the fear then you release yourself and get back into flow But absolutely I want to be better and results accrue where goals exist So I'm goal orientated and at the moment that's what I'm working on and yes I have to compartmentalize because of my ADD as you've realized having like one conversation with me (laughs) that I'm all over the show So Mm. I have to be very clear about what i need to do and bring myself back to ground zero every day once a week i do a, an assessment of myself and go okay cool this is where i'm at this is what i'm going to focus on for the week or whatever and then that li- exists within a year and that exists within my 5 year plan that exists within my 10 year plan and my 20 year plan and that's very important sure.
1: i think it's so interesting looking at people's lives and their journeys and seeing where they are and also mm. watching them grow mm. and I was almost blown away when I actually saw you on television doing the trending essay right. show. Because I I never would have I never would have said. Really? It's such a good fit, mm. but I never would have said just because normally on T V it's especially especially with white girls, mm. it's normally the skinny blonde girl mm, or mm. the girl with the massive boobs and the whatever. And I was mm. like, Oh yes, they've got a girl's personality. Mm, mm. She has so many things to say, she's interested in so many different things mm. and she can relate to all the different things. How did that happen? That so tr- weird. That pho- I got a phone call from <laughs> <laughs> He
0: phones me he like, "Yeah, this guy is going to give you a call. Just uh, take his call. I was supposed to butter you up.
1: <laughs> That's the probably the nicest yeah. thing ever to get. Like someone's gonna call you. I was supposed to butter. up, you know it's gonna be something. Yeah, good, yeah, right? exactly, yeah.
0: exactly. So then I get this phone call. That was the Thursday we started training. Say on the Monday. Shush. It was just like wow. they didn't audition us. It was just wow. actually our first interview as a crew as a collective was on Five FM, on a Saturday morning.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. Mmm. Whose show would that have been? Justin Turin's. So I've okay. just taken over Weekend Breakfast okay. now, yes. and it would have been Justin's show. It would have been show. Justin's
0: show. How many years ago was it? That was three years Or was it Thomas? Three years ago. Three was years it Thomas? Ago. Or was it Justin? I don't I remember. Was I was Justin more worried Lev. about what I was wearing than who was interviewing on the radio me at show? the time. Because I'm an insane person. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I was so nervous. I was so nervous, and yeah. So the, that magical connection of Pabi Guli Shaganina
1: was just. Right, it was Shaga. Mm.
0: Wow,
1: mm. wow! Mm. I don't want to go into that. Mm. We can talk later about that, yeah. but and all the things that happen behind the scenes that people yeah. don't realize.
0: Yes, and the sugar, receipts, yeah, the receipts, the files, the things. But also, all of us have known each other for years, and yeah. we're all grown ups. Yeah, we weren't. We're not kids. We've all read yeah. books. Some of us are writing books. Some of us have written books. Collins. Uh, some of us ghost are co-writing somebody else's, else's book. book. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, for intelligent people doing a, a personality-driven host show. Um, and then they changed the format a little bit, and they took a lot of the power away from us in terms and made us more presenters and reading a script, which I think took the magic away from the show. But we're repositioning, restructuring the show at the moment. We're in a production break, and hopefully when we and when we come back, it'll uh-huh. be more powerful. I personally love the show. I think it's a great combination. And Musa is incredible. Obviously, he's a medical doctor, so he Mm -hmm. has a brain. Um, I think, yeah, one of the, actually, the producer of this show was one of the people that really stood out in terms of guest presenting was Roxy. And the only person I think that could really hold her own amongst that uh, strong personality group, group. I I think the only person that really Mm -hmm. could hold it down was Roxy. Thanks, Nina! Yeah. (laughs) No, it's real. It's Mm -hmm. like, because that was, people got like, eaten alive on yeah. that show. Like, they really got eaten alive on that fix show. Fix did a good job as well. Yeah, Fix also, yeah, Fix, fix did handles. a good job
1: and also I want to say Mpo did a good job from Metro. Yes, she did. She
0: did because uh, there's a all lot that th- the girls did well. Mm. Um, I think there's a lot to be said for uh, mind your own business. Come do your job and mind your own business and uh, Keep and moving. I think if you, the men, the people that you've mentioned are all radio people. Um, Roxy, poor Fix, solid, come here to do the job, not here about Mm. politics, not here about BS, professional, clean Do
1: the stuff. It's the thing.
0: Mm -mm. It's the thing. Yeah.
1: I wanna go back to I don't know if it's version one or version two Mm. of Nina. But when I first met you, you had a tattoo of Africa on your head. Yes. Can we talk about the tattoo and how that all happened? (sighs) So
0: actually if you look here, I've had a bit of a stressful year, my hair's falling out again. There's a little patch is there. That no, is that a No, no. This is alopecia. So I've got alopecia. So I've got um, no, this no, but the, the, the black the, stuff the, over yeah. it. So I'm using like a little product. I, I forgot oh, to okay. cover it up completely um it's like hair if you fibers. didn't tell me i wouldn't have
1: seen it yeah so the,
0: the patch is actually oh, quite the big the, the fibers that, they, that and you the put they, on
1: advertised yes mm-hmm. oh they work they do yeah they yeah work. exactly
0: yep. so the patch is actually about pay this us big. for that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's about five or six of them so my alopecia is back so it's a stress-related autoimmune disease yeah. um that's how my hair fell out in the first place um but it
1: all fell out friend mm-hmm. what was going mm-hmm. on then a lot of was happening, my dad had just been diagnosed
0: with cancer, sure. I was a raging alcoholic, there were other alcoholics in my family, I was dealing with that, um, I was basically a homeless person, that's why I joined the circus, because I didn't have a place to stay, my family had written me off. Nina! Um, what? Yeah, I lost everything. I was sleeping, listen to this, I was sleeping on a floor in Bromfontein sure. with a bunch of Cameroonian refugees and the the guy whose place it was was a drug dealer. I was sleeping on the floor.
1: There was no blanket,
0: there was no bed,
1: breaking, no food. breaking my heart, yeah.
0: And how how the hell did you get out of that? I joined the circus because yeah. that's the only... So I ran away in the middle of the night because remember I told you my ear was burst so that guy was beating me as well. I mean it was terrible. So like a conversation we had before we were recording. Yeah, so uh tied me up beat me with a belt i feel like this like, needs to be a
1: whole nother recording yeah, no, no, i'm no, that's just a crazy. little taken aback by it's by crazy all of this. it's a
0: lot so there's a lot of things that have happened to me i that's i am writing a book so everyone can like hear the story but people don't know i've been through the most and also when you bombard everyone with this information they're like no you're lying because yeah. i mean no one okay cool so you were raped and then you were beaten and then you were homeless cool all right bull no not bull so when you tell me that, oh
1: my God, your life's so stressful, I'm literally like, but Fuck this is exactly this is exactly why <laughs> this is exactly why I think you are almost this is all added to who you are mm. because you have no you have no tolerance for bullshit. Yeah, like your tolerance level is like down here because babes, I've done it. Yes, I've been through the actual most. Yeah, yeah, all the traumas. I've been through all the traumas and have and you're now yeah hosting your own comedy show. Yeah. On a TV show, you're scripting for other shows, yeah. you're writing a book, yeah. your hair looks fantastic. Thank you. Bar that one little patch, it's, yeah. it's growing back. It's growing back. And this is like the, I want to say the best comeback story I've ever yeah. in my life. Uh, you know,
0: the funny thing is, and it's still there are going. people that have had worse. There's people with one arm, their face is fucking burnt off, there's teeth missing. There's, you know, every, being on my show, I've interviewed people that have had intense yeah. stories. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, you're not that special, guys. I'm not that special. They're 90% of our country live without running water and electricity and take or toilets. Children are dying in latrines. Like Our problems are not that big. I've been an invisible person in this country and it's horrible. When I was, when I was poor, for want of a better term, when I, I had to walk, when I, I had to catch taxis wherever I could, but I didn't have money, so most of the time I was walking. Most of the time I didn't have food. Oh. Um, I knew what it was like. And then you get this day where you're like, there's an opportunity, an audition or something that you find out about, and you go in the only, like I had, the comedians still mock me, I had this one pair of jeans, that's it. I had one pair of jeans and this pair of like secondhand boots, because I'd now lost everything. And you try and go to an audition, and that's the only clothes you have. You've also run out of favors with everyone. Let me just tell you something, I put myself in that position, so no one could feel sorry for me. Don't feel Mm -hmm. sorry for me. I put myself in those positions. I made a series of really bad decisions on top of each other to get to that. Um, Did you treat placement. people badly? Of course. I used yeah. everyone around me. I was an addict. Mm. I used people. And I was like, I would be disrespectful of their space, of their energy. I'd just take things out of people's cupboards, wear their clothes, no qualms. Like, it was really just really shitty behavior. Um, yeah, I had no boundaries. Jeez.
1: And I had to relearn how to be a person. I don't, I, I still can't compute how you were Ninja Nina, Mm. TV kid Nina, being in the plays Nina, and how you got yourself to that point. Mm. Was it after? Was it after being abused? Yeah, you felt bad about it. You didn't want to. Just a whole
0: bunch of things like sexual violence will ruin you. And then I was in a relationship for like three or four years, like straight after all of that happened, and I sort of stabilized, but I was using in that relationship. Mm. um, That person actually sort of. Enabled. introduced me to the, all of that world of things. I think he was just in that world. And, um, I mean, I'm sure that he's not in that world anymore. I think we were all just victims of that circumstance. But And I don't think he ever it became it's an okay. addict. Tell okay. Tell We don't care about that. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> I was just like, please don't let me get sued. Um, no names. Um, I think when he left me, I was then left with the post-traumatic stress of the shit that had happened to me before there wasn't anything to pick me up and that's like and yeah. I fell apart for like five good years I fell apart I was finished and because I, I used to drink I said like day drink and I used to go sit in bars and talk to old men and listen to let them in and, and I'd be like you're the only person I've ever told but uh, you know the the drunk lady that tells you the same story over and over again. I used to get drunk and talk about this thing and talk about this thing. But because I was a blackout drunk, I never knew that I was speaking about it. Here's the irony.
1: Wow.
0: Anyway, so you were actually—it was just like useless. It was just there was—they were your psychologists, yes. but you weren't getting yeah, the benefits of it. Exactly. That's tragically sad. It's, I'm, I'm sure it's many people's stories. Yeah. Like you see, drunk people at bars. Telling the same shit. Oh, yeah. And then my husband left me. Yes. Irene. Oh, yeah. You've told us 74 times. Also, it, Irene is such a funny name.
1: Aline, I think, is the funny. name. is good. Yeah. Aline is good. <laughs> so, I mean, you've obviously managed to find the humor. Mm. You found the honesty. You found your own mm. authentic voice. Mm. And you are pulling yourself together in the best way possible. And like I said, I think you're an inspiration um, for being authentic about it and also just kicking ass along the way thank you do, do you have steps for yourself career wise yes. that we can look forward to mm. there's a series a six part mini series that I'm
0: developing I can't say the name of it but it's Are you loosely front based on or? my back, front and back wow. so writing executive producing starring yes um, in in uh, collaboration with who has been like I feel like
1: you two are
0: like brother and sister yeah he's basically opened him and Tamsin his uh, partner in life and in business she has just been um, yeah you know there's some people that open doors for people and there's some people that just like hold your hand throughout the the thing and they've just given me some really solid through balls you know in Mm. life and I've just gone thanks and run you know so yeah I have isiZulu Zulu class at 3 o'clock on Skype. Um, I know that I've been the one that's like, you know, has been speaking nonsense. If you'd like to join me,
1: isiZulu Zulu classes on Skype. i really nice because all I've got is everything I did up to standard five mm. and then my high school didn't offer. I took it as an extra, extra, extra subject.
0: Okay, cool. I'll give you but my Okay. But I can cool.
1: Ponzi. Okay. And, you know, cool, cool. I'm on, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's actually quite a vibe. I'll send you the, the ladies' lesson. We've digressed. What are your plans going forward now? You've got your six part series. Mm. I've
0: got my six part so. mini series. I'm writing a book. I'm going into the, I'm developing some talks for women. Um, so, okay, cool. So you're a sexual violence survivor. Boom. Okay, so you want to rebrand your business and you're a woman in entertainment in South Africa. Boom. You know, so there's there's these talks that I'm developing. I'm giving a few of them in the next month. There's like two or three talks that I'm giving, um, in different spaces, and the information is there. Mm. Um, it's a lived experience. And I think we live in the world where we're all trying to be better.
1: And why not contribute to that conversation? Brilliant. If you had to give a young girl watching this Mm. probably the best piece of advice Mm. you never took, what would that be? Forgive yourself. Mm. It's
0: not your fault. It's okay. You didn't do anything
1: wrong. I love that, Nina Hasty. You've been a gem, and this was definitely one of the best decisions I've ever made to have you on this. <laughs>
0: thank you and thank so you much for sharing your story. Thank you.
1: Cool. That was a little bit teary at the end. I think I'm actually going to have a little cry. In the I heart. think I'm going to have a cry too. <laughs> we can cry here and have some coffee. <laughs> cool. Oh, thank you for listening and thank you for watching. To hear more, check out the full interview on Five FM TV on YouTube. Okay, ladies. Or listen to it on 5FM.co.za. Now let's get information.